brewed in the Northwest, guaranteed fresh. It's the morning blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Thursday morning to you. Dece- uh, hot December, November. No, don't do that yet. 16, 7 a.m. Brenda and Pat with you on the morning blend. I'm Thanks. not ready for December. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Didn't mean to uh, get uh, get everything all worked up there. Let me get some buttons here switched around. Here we go. Now I'm ready to talk here. Sorry about that. Should I start that over? Yes. Let's do a very good Thursday morning to you, November 16th, 7 a.m. Brenda and Pat with you on the Morning Blend. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you are having a good start to your day. Pat, we are exactly one week away from Turkey Day. Oh, don't I know it. Don't I know it. But I am not ready for December, so do not say it's December. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not. I. You know what, Pat? I'm not ready for that either. But you know what? I uh, I did have to make a stop at the coffee shop up here on the top of the hill. Uh, Scott is so good about making coffee the night before. So that way, when I get up, I try to sneak out of the house without waking anybody up. But there's coffee already there, you know, hot brewed this morning. There's no cream in our house. And this diva... Cannot drink a cup of coffee without cream. I, I, I take it the coffee is a cream delivery system. It's not about the coffee. It's about the cream. It's about right? the cream. A little sweetener in there, and I am good to go. So I had to stop in and get the coffee. So which means then... Today, when I get home this afternoon, it's time to stop over at Costco to do that regular Aww. kind of shopping and everything. So, yeah, that's going to be kind of my afternoon. You're lucky you got your coffee today because uh, I will tell you in the news, there is something going on with the Starbucks. And uh, it's, it's I believe, Red Cup Day, which is special. But there are workers striking Starbucks all across the country oh, today. Okay. Yeah. Well, fortunately for all of us here in the Pacific Northwest, that ain't the only rodeo in town. <laughs> no. So uh, I think we there's lots of places around here we can get a really good cup of coffee. Some might say, yeah, it might even be a little tastier. There's a place in Vancouver I like to go to called Thatcher's, and they make a good cup of coffee there also. So yeah, try a different place then if that's the case. So anyways, but we are getting close to the holiday, Pat. Thanksgiving for me, It's actually one of my favorite holidays. Oh, me too. Because it's about giving thanks, being with the family, and eating food. Now, we said that we were not going to talk about food today. We go to Mass, too, Brenda, at my house. And to the second cup. And many people do, Scott. That is a regular thing, the first thing he does. And our kids often go with him. I might be home getting breakfast ready for all of them when they get home. Uh, But you're right. That's an excellent day. There is nothing about an obligation to go to Mass, but if you are thankful for the gifts that God has given you, why would you not? If you, Absolutely. That's where the thanks begin, thanking God. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, that's absolutely a perfect way to start your day and get things going. So, uh, Patrick, you are... About ready to start your Thanksgiving holiday. I am. I'm very excited about that. So You're... taking taking off on uh, to, uh, to go to Texas today. Actually, later today. So, and uh, we'll be gone for a while. And really looking forward to it. Okay, yeah, it's been a year. 
Oh, fantastic. Get to go home. In my case, my home is coming up to visit us. My mom (laughs) and dad, I got a good chance to talk with them on the phone yesterday. And my mom was already like, all right, what's the shopping list? What can I help you get done? I am blessed in that way. When my mom comes to visit, she's just even at her age and she's I won't even say, but she is uh, got an eight plus some numbers at the end of her age. And she is just always so willing to come in and help. And I think I learned from her that wanting to to bring the family together on these holidays. And so she and I are going to get together with the rest of our kids and uh, whip something up for uh, the people joining us. House thirteen, you said. That's a crowded house. But I've been listening to some other people that I've been talking to. I have one friend. They actually rent out the school or church. like recreation hall or their parish hall. They got so many people coming in. Whoa. That's a big, big gathering. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, we're going to talk more about that, but we got a great show ahead to get started. So let's get it going. I'm excited about the show. We've got uh, a week away from Thanksgiving and we have got high school football in the air. The Catholic school still in the thick of the battle. We're going to be talking to the head coach of Seton High School. Dan Chase will be here. So uh, they are just bouncing off the walls at Seton. They're having their most successful football season in the history of the school and uh, coach chase is going to bring us all up to date on that so I'm, I'm pumped about that okay and big news out of baltimore also u.s bishops approve a voting guide that will continue its assertion that abortion is a preeminent priority they added some other things to that voter guide as well so i'll include that in news today so let's get it started with dana catherine my Savior and me. And you are listening to Brenda and Pat on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Tell me, Lord, tell me, Lord, how can it be that you would choose to use someone like me? Someone like me. Couple billion people in this world. Yeah, you have chosen to use somebody.
Radio. It's the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Dana Catherine and my Savior in me. 709, it's the Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat. High school football action. We're going to check in with the head coach at Seton Catholic High School in Vancouver. Dan Chase joins us next after we check that weather forecast at Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Brother Cyril, a Benedictine monk at Mount Angel Abbey, for the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular, for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit matradayradio.com. Are you a young adult in your 20s and 30s? Are you looking to bring Christ into your everyday work? Hi, I'm Chris Dohanik, the president of the Portland chapter of Young Catholic Professionals. Our mission is to challenge, train, and inspire young adults to work and witness for Christ. No matter your career field or level of experience, we invite you to join us at an upcoming event to meet other young adult Catholics, learn from seasoned professionals, and grow in your Catholic faith. For more information, visit ycpportland.org. The Catholic Church dedicates the month of November to the Holy Souls in Purgatory. Join Mater Dei Radio as we unite with the communion of saints. We pray daily for the souls of all the faithful departed and for the intentions of the living through our broadcast of the celebration of the Holy Mass, the Holy Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and uplifting spiritual reflections. We also pray for your specific intentions on Mater Dei Radio's prayer hotline. Our dedicated team of intercessors is ready to hear from you now at 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Or send your intention through MatraDayRadio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Unite with us throughout November as we pray for the holy souls and your intentions. 
at Matrade Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It is 7.13 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, Pat, I feel like this is the day we've been waiting for all week. We got mostly sunny skies and mild temperatures throughout the afternoon. We're starting with a little patchy morning fog, but afternoon sun going to get us up to about 55 degrees today. A little breezy as you hit out towards the gorge a little bit. Then tonight, that fog kind of pulls back in around 2 a.m., otherwise partly cloudy with a low around 40 overnight. Then Friday, we do warm up a little bit more, 57 degrees, a low chance of showers, but real rain going to start coming back again on Saturday. Oh, just in time for the weekend. 38 right now at St. Peter Catholic Church in Newburgh. And it is 41 degrees at Seton Catholic High School in Vancouver. Well, as they say, if you were playing football around Thanksgiving, you're pretty good. And uh, Seton Catholic High School in Vancouver is having probably the season, the best season ever in the history of the school. And joining us is the head coach of Seton Catholic High School, Dan Chase. Dan, great to have you here with us this morning. Tell us, what is the mood like at Seton Catholic High School with all this winning going on? Well, good morning. Uh, Thanks for calling. Uh, Yeah, there's there's a lot of excitement at the school right now. Uh, as you said earlier, you know, in the program, it's uh, the most success as far as uh, wins that the football program has had. And so we're pretty excited here. Well, you had a big game fr- uh, Saturday against Kings, kind of a wild game. I think at three points during the game, you're up by 20, and then it got wild there at the end. Tell us a little bit about about how nervous you were in the fourth quarter. Well, I tell you, um, the, the thing is, is uh, one of the things about our football team is uh, we're, we're learning how to be a successful program, and we're learning what that means during these tough football games. You know, and as you're saying, you know, you closer you get to Thanksgiving, you get, you're in the playoffs. Every single opponent that we have is going to be excellent, and so Kings is no different than obviously that. And so uh, we knew that they were a good football program. We knew we had to stay strong all the way towards the end, and. Uh, uh, had, had a lot of faith in our young men being out there on the field. They've shown how tough they can be in the third and the fourth quarter. So uh, I don't know if I was that nervous, but I was I was excited, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I bet so. We're speaking with Dan Chase. He's the head football coach at Seton Catholic High School in Vancouver. And uh, your team this year, uh, led by quarterback uh, Colton Gesser, had a had a big game. Uh, uh, on. Tell us a little bit about, about him and, and leading uh, the team for you. Uh, well, uh, Colton is uh, the perfect uh, perfect coach's player. He, uh, he does everything the coaches ask. Um, he's excellent in the classroom. He's a wonderful young man. Uh, as a human being, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's just a great kid. And uh, he, he leads the team with, by example. Um, one of the things that was really awesome was uh, this Saturday, he was not only leading the team uh, by example, but with his voice as well. And as a sophomore, you know, that can't always be easy. But uh, he's finding his voice and uh, really showing a, a lot of leadership. I mean, he had five touchdown passes, uh, had an excellent game through for like over 280 yards. And uh, Colton's he's on the rise right now. He's just getting better, and I, I think he's going to have a better game this Saturday. Oh, that's exciting. I noticed also he spreads the ball around. you got some uh, pretty good receivers in that core. Yeah, absolutely. He spreads the ball around really well. We have, uh, you know, Riker, Riker Ruelas. Uh, out there on on one side and on the other side you have Joe Calarami and uh, you know it's hard to cover both of them because uh, anytime they touch the ball it could be a touchdown Uh, you know when Joe Calarami touches the ball you're like saying oh my gosh he could score right now anywhere on the (laughs) field 
from the backfield, from the wide out, deep, underneath, in the flat, no matter what, um, he's going to make something happen. So, well, and then on the uh, in the backfield, you all, all had over 250 yards rushing on top of that great passing game. Yeah, absolutely, Jacob uh, Jacob Williams, uh, number four. He's he's a, he's a stud man. He runs hard. He runs downhill. He falls forward. He uh, he's really developed again, just like the rest of the team throughout the season. He's uh, he's seen where the the play's supposed to go. You know, he's reading the zone really well. And uh, once he puts his foot in the ground and makes a decision, uh, he's like a freight train. So it's a lot of fun watching him run. Dan Chase is our guest this morning, the head coach at Seton Catholic High School in Vancouver. And I guess as a coach, that's great to be able to have things clicking on both the uh, the passing side of the game and the rushing side of the game. It keeps the defense guessing. Yeah, it does. You know, and uh, our offensive line is, is kind of the heart of it all, right? Mm. You know, kind of the unsung heroes. They're about half your team on the field is those five offensive linemen and uh, they've just done an exceptional job this year uh we've we've as every team we've experienced some adversity and uh they just as a core those five guys come together as a fist and and make a make an impact every single game staying strong all the way to the end like you said the fourth quarter and uh and still driving the first first uh first half of the game last week we put points on the board every single drive and uh it was uh you know as a testament to the offensive line well, looking ahead to uh, this Saturday, got a tough one against number four, Cashmere. What are going to be the keys to getting the W? Uh, keys, you know, uh, we always talk about going 1-0 and every week. And, uh, you know, this is no different. So uh, we, we don't uh, we don't take a – we don't care who's on the other side. We're going to play our game. We're going to um, stick to our game plan. Our offensive coordinator, Jason Gesser, he, he does a great job of picking apart the defense and looking at uh, where we can exploit. Uh, the holes in the defense, and uh, we feel uh, we have a pretty good game plan coming into this Saturday. Well, Dan, I know kind of looking over your history uh, with the school, this is your third go-round at Seton. Um, what is it that keeps bringing you back? What is it about coaching and, and working with these young men that really really draws you to it? Well, you know, uh, you know, starting the program in 2011, um, that was a long time ago, and then, uh, you know, uh, God's called me in different ways. Uh and it's all for Seton Catholic. You know, uh, I love Seton Catholic. It's my family. And uh, God just, he calls me in different directions. And uh, there's been three times now he's called me to coach football. And uh, this last time, it was a real testament. You know, I was on the search committee for the football t- coach. You know, I didn't have it in my mind that, that I was going to be the coach. <laughs> and uh, for uh, to make a long story short, uh, I finally came to realization. And uh, it was a moment. It was a moment, and uh, you know, went to the. We're, we're blessed enough to have the tabernacle. We have the holy sacrament in our school, and uh, when I knew that moment came, and God called me the head football coach, I, I went up and on my knees, um, I prayed to I prayed to Jesus, and, you know, and it was it was um, it's kind of one of those things, you know. So it's uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a blessing, uh, and I'm doing this for for uh, for the glory of of God, and that's what Seton Catholic is. That's what Catholic schools are, right? That's the uh, the front line to build this kingdom. And so uh, wherever, wherever God calls me, I don't know where it is. Maybe it's next year to be another football coach, right? Be a football coach again, but uh, wherever it is, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of been my deal. So, Dan, I have been uh, covering high school football for uh, many, many years, and that's the first time I've ever had a coach tell me that they discerned in front of the blessed sacrament. And uh, I got the hair on my arms is standing up, Dan. Thank you so much for sharing that. You bet. So, uh, 
Dan, I just want you to know we're going to be praying for you and your young men. Saturday, Kashmir uh, in the state quarterfinals for the Washington State Football Champions. Uh, come on. We, we'll be rooting for Seton Catholic High School in this magical season to continue, Dan. All right. I appreciate your support and pray for our safe travels. You got it. That is Dan Chase. He is the head football coach at Seton Catholic High School. And again, big matchup with number four, Kashmir, coming up Saturday. It is 721 here at Mater Day Radio. How exciting. Now, had on my own social media, I am friends with many families who have children that have gone and are going to Seton Catholic. They are so excited oh, about this. And I have been watching every week to see how things are going. And Dan, we wish you, your team, all our very, very best. So hopefully maybe... We'll get another check-in next week with a W. We'll be praying to Our Lady of Victory for you for sure. And, you know, if you want to listen to that interview again, or, you know, if you are a Seton High School uh, alumni or, or parent, I you want to listen to it again. Yeah, you want to <laughs> share that with your friends, go to materdayradio.com because that interview is going to be a podcast and you can download it. You can share the link on your social media. You can listen to it again. Maybe Dan will want to share that with a, like an e-card to all of his family members <laughs> listening. And, you know, while you're at Mater Day Radio, check out all of our great programming as we come into this holiday season so much of our program is going to be helping you give thanks for the thanksgiving season and it's also going to help you get ready for a very holy advent season as well be sure to download the hail mary media app also because throughout the holiday season we'll be reminding you about novenas that we're going to also be able to pray together and ways that you can join your prayers along with so many others. So remember, you can find all of that out, materdayradio.com or download today that free Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Francis Speaks from the Franciscan Missionary Sisters of Our Lady of Sorrows. Guard against all pride, vanity, envy, avarice, the cares and worries of this world, distraction, and complaining. And if you do not have book learning, do not be eager to acquire it, but pursue instead what you should desire above all else, namely, to have the Spirit of the Lord and His grace working in you, to pray always with purity of heart, and to have humility, patience in persecution and infirmity, and to love those who persecute, rebuke, and slander you. Because the Lord says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Blessed are those who are persecuted in the cause of uprightness. The kingdom of heaven is theirs. Anyone who stands firm to the end will be saved. A reflection from Through the Year with Francis of Assisi by Father Murray Bodo. Learn more at olpretreat.org. Are you spiritually ready for Christmas? Advent is a time to prepare our hearts and minds for the birth of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. But with so much going on in our lives, it can be hard to take advantage of the season and really prepare ourselves for the gift of Christmas. My name is Daniel Oberreiter, the lead singer of the Catholic band, The Thirsting. 
Along with St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church and Pastor Father Matt Libra, I want to personally invite you to attend three evenings of adoration, contemplation, and praise of the Blessed Sacrament beginning Wednesday, December 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. at St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church, 2727 Northeast 54th Avenue in Portland. Confessions will also be heard each night. For more details, go to strosepdxparish.org. Come join us every Wednesday evening this Advent at St. Rose of Lima Parish and adore the Lord of the Universe, Jesus our Savior. Advent, it only comes once a year. A great way to support Mater Day Radio is through our Leadership Circle. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs of faith and hope. Simply put, our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. If you run a business or organization, please join us. We need you. Information on our Leadership Circle at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 726 at Mater Day Radio, The Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat. And if you're headed on 205 through West Lynn today, pack a lunch. We'll oh. tell you more about that <laughs> next. And will Panda Diplomacy work again? I'm going to give you an update on a meeting with the president of the United States and China, and we might be seeing those black and white bears back in the U.S. I'll have an update for you in three minutes. Here is Dante Schmidt and Alive in Me. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
Dante Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. That's Dante Smith's Alive in Me, and you're alive at 7.30. In your news this morning, the U.S. bishops will continue to highlight the threat of abortion as a preeminent priority in the introduction of a guide they'll disseminate to Catholic voters ahead of the 2024 election. That designation was retained when the bishops voted overwhelmingly to approve the revised introduction to the guide, forming consciences for faithful citizenship at their annual fall assembly Wednesday in Baltimore. The bishops also voted to approve several brief excerpts from the guide to be inserted into parish bulletins during the upcoming election cycle. The new introduction also lists euthanasia, gun violence, terrorism, the death penalty, and human trafficking as other grave threats to life and dignity of the human person. The revised introduction also now states that the redefinition of marriage and gender threatens the dignity of the human person. The U.S. bishops first issued Forming Consciences for Faithful Citizenship in 2007 and have updated the guide every four years in 2011, 15, and 19 ahead of the next presidential election. Well, it's already slowing down on I-205 this morning as crews work to detonate abandoned blasting caps. According to the Oregon Department of Transportation, traffic in West Lynn between 10th Street and Highway 99 East will be closed for about 15 minutes between 9.30 and 11 this morning. The blasting caps were used in the original construction of the Abernathy Bridge, and officials said there's no immediate danger to the public, but the charges need to be addressed quickly, requiring a detonation later this morning. So if if you can <laughs> okay. avoid that, that's a hard area to avoid if you're over there in it. And um, we couldn't find a better time in the day to close down 205 than rush hour. Okay. I, people smarter than me must be making Well, I, I think there's a sense of urgency with, with getting the blasting caps detonated and, and out of the way. But yeah, I, th- I think you, you raise a good point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, probably going to be a little noisy, so it's probably not something they could do overnight. Oh, you know, imagine, okay. imagine, imagine right. the calls they get for that. There's that yeah. too. All right. I understand now. Well, Chinese President Xi Jinping signaled that China will send new pandas to the United States, calling them envoys of friendship between the Chinese and American people. We are ready to continue our cooperation with the United States on panda conservation and do our best to meet the wishes of the Californians so as to deepen the friendly ties between our two people, Xi said. Now, Wednesday, during a dinner speech with business leaders, the gesture came at the end of a day in which Xi and President Biden held their first face-to-face meeting in a year and pledged to try to reduce tensions. President Joe Biden and Chinese president sat down together on Wednesday just outside of San Francisco, where Asian leaders gathered for their annual summit. Biden said afterwards that the meeting, including some of the most constructive and productive discussion we've had, he added they will keep the lines of communication open and Xi is willing to pick up the phone. 
Thousands of unionized Starbucks workers are walking off the job today to press their demands for contract negotiations and spotlight their complaints over staffing and scheduling issues. The stoppage coincides with the annual Starbucks promotion Red Cup Day, in which customers receive bright red reusable cups if they order a holiday-themed beverage. The union representing the striking workers has said events like Red Cup Day force employees to handle more orders than usual, but without sufficient staffing. Unionized workers say the company has refused to bargain over staffing and scheduling issues that are particularly acute on such days. And the union filed an unfair labor practice claim with the National Labor Relations Board over this same issue a year ago. So do you have plans on heading out on the road this Thanksgiving? You won't be alone with more than three quarters of a million people in Oregon traveling. According to AAA, the cost of gas is expected to go down at a lower cost than last holiday season. Even though the roads will be packed this year, it's not going to be costing you quite as much to just fill up and go to Thanksgiving dinner. Even though many of us have been cringing over the last few months when it comes to the price of gas lately, we've been seeing prices fall nationally and here locally. The average price of gas in Oregon is $4.19. Nationwide, $3.35. We're still more than everybody else, it seems like. Now, that's cheaper also from what we were playing last year. Marie Dodds with AAA said we are looking at 55 million Americans and more than 785,000 Oregonians heading out. With that many people on the road this year, drivers are thankful that it will be easier to get around as gas prices start to drop. Top destinations for Oregonians this year? They're going to Bend, they're going to Seattle, they're going to Lincoln City over the holiday weekend. Oh, I bet that road to the coast is going to be packed. (laughs) It's going to be packed. (laughs) Hey, is fishing a sport? It is. I think it is, too. I do. Angling. Angling is is definitely a sport. sport. So in sports, the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife announced free fishing days across the state after Thanksgiving between November 24th and 25th. Anglers can go fishing, clamming, and crabbing for free without licenses or tags, including a combined angling tag, Columbia River Basin endorsement, and two-rod validation. ODFW says Oregon residents and non-residents can fish for free. However, officials say other fishing regulations, such as closures, bag limits, and size restrictions are still in place. Crabbing is open in bays, beaches, estuaries, tide pools, piers, and jetties along the coast, but not in the ocean. And officials note, we were talking about this the other day, that razor clamming in some areas is not allowed because of the toxins. But they think all of that is going to be cleared up by next weekend. So the razor clams may be all up and down the coast, but you might want to check ahead of time just to make sure the area you're headed uh, is allowing the clamming. So, yeah. So I've never been clamming before, and I have this unusual excitement. I really want to go. I have that little siphoner. I got to get it to use, uh, but I'm afraid that... If I go once, I'm going to realize how much work it really is, and I might not ever go again. So, uh, yes, I'm excited to do it, and I'm kind of fearful that it might not be as much fun as I feel like it should be. Look for the bubbles. Okay. Look for the bubbles. I'll remember that. 
The Blessed Virgin Mary is called by many different names in the Catholic Church, with many of them featured in the Litany of Laredo. One title in particular was explained to St. Gertrude the Great, who saw it revealed to her in a vision. Now, according to the 19th century book, The Spirit of St. Gertrude, Mary appeared to Gertrude in the form of a lily. The following day, as Gertrude prayed, the mother of God appeared to her in the presence of the ever adorable Trinity under the form of a white lily with three leaves, one standing erect and the other two bent down. She then understood this title more fully as it came to know the symbolism. And it says, by this, she understood that it was not without reason that the Blessed Mother of God was called the White Lily of the Trinity, since she contained in herself with more plenitude and perfection than any other creature, the virtues of the Most Holy Trinity, which she had never sullied by the slightest stain of sin. Now, St. Gertrude would frequently call upon the Blessed Virgin Mary under this title with this prayer where she talks a little bit about it, where she says, Hail, White Lily of the ever peaceful and glorious Trinity. So on her feast day, we say to St. Gertrude, pray for us. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. This Saturday at 10 a.m. is not Real important seminar called Surviving the Holidays, a Grief Share Event at St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Tigard. This seminar is especially for people who are grieving a loved one's death, gain help and hope as you navigate the Thanksgiving and Christmas seasons. Remember, you can find details on this and many other events happening in our community. Go to materdayradio.com. You'll find the community calendar under the Get Involved menu. You'll also have access to it on the Hail Mary Media app. Well, we're celebrating St. Gertrude today. Lots of St. Feast Days coming up. I mean, that calendar is packed, including the Feast Day of St. Ambrose. And we'll check in with Julian Durko to hear all about this amazing saint next after we check your weather. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join me, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, and other listeners of Modern Day E-Radio as we pray an act of faith. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh my God, I firmly believe that you are one God in three divine persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I believe that your divine Son became man and died for our sins and that he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe these and all the truths which the Holy Catholic Church teaches because you have revealed them who can neither deceive nor be deceived. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us online at materdayradio.com.
Set on a hilltop in the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org. Would you like to gain a deeper understanding of the Holy Mass? Hello, this is Terry Ross. Join me on Mater Day Radio each Saturday afternoon at 4 and Sunday afternoon at 2 for the glory of the Mass. Every weekend, we'll explore the rich history of sacred music within the Catholic liturgy. Increase your appreciation for the beauty and sanctity of Catholic sacred music with the glory of the Mass, Saturday and Sunday afternoons on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. 742 at Mater Day Radio. It's the morning blend with Brenda and Pat. Patchy fog starting to burn off this morning. Otherwise, mostly sunny this afternoon. High up to 55. Partly cloudy tonight. Low cooling off to 39. Sunny again tomorrow. High 55. I love it. You know what, Brenda? For November, we have already had four and a half inches of rain. We're almost two inches over the average. So, but that's, we got this sunshine to finish out the month. So I'm, okay. I'm thankful for that, but rain will be back this weekend and we'll add to those totals. You know, I think a lot of people are wondering too, is if the ski season is going to be opening mm. before Thanksgiving. I know a little bit more snow is coming to the mountain, but I don't know if it's enough to get the season started, but we'll be watching for that also. Currently it is a mild 40 degrees at St. Henry's Catholic Church in Gresham. And it's 44 at St. Jude Catholic Church in Eugene. If you look throughout your life and you recognize the people who had an influence on you, well, those are mentors who you always look back to on their advice and their help that get you through tough situations. And the same is true for our faith. We recognize people that God placed before us that helped us along the way, whether it was your parents who always walked and supported you, whether it be your parents who always walked beside you and supported you, youth ministers, a very special priest that helped you through very difficult situation. Mentors are vital to us, especially in our spiritual upbringing. Well, for one saint, he was a mentor and he helped along a very important saint in our faith today. Julie Andurco is joining us today to tell us about St. Ambrose. Julie is the host of Your Next Mission from God. And she's joining me today to share more about the lives of the saints. Good morning, Julie. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Brenda. Well, let's talk about St. Ambrose. Now, it seems like right from the beginning, he was set aside in a very special way because God knew what his path forward was going to be. People associate the bee, like a honeybee, Mm -hmm. with St. Ambrose. This is a very unusual story. It is. So when he was just a baby and he was set outside, you know, to get fresh air in his bassinet or whatever he was seated in, Uh, His family, his father found his face covered with bees and they were just worried. They'd all lit on his face. They were worried about that. And the bees left, did not sting him. And they say there was a little bit of honey on his lip. I love that. Because when we go to Psalms 119, it says, you know, the word of God sweeter than honey to my mouth. And perhaps sacred scripture is 
what St. Ambrose was going to need throughout his life. So tell us a little bit more about him because he became quite a figure in our Catholic history. Oh, yes, yes, a, a figure and a doctor of the church. Oh, He's had a big influence on history. Uh, but his the way he started out was he came from a Catholic family, and this was in the, um, the fourth century. And although his time was after Christianity was legal, his ancestors, his relatives were from the persecuted times of Diocletian. And so he's got martyrs in his lineage. But interesting enough, he was, and they were very wealthy and well-off and and well-known. And his father was a governor and there was lots of prestige power. So he had an amazing education, the best you could get. And he followed into politics where his father had, and he becomes the governor in a province in northern Italy that included Milan, which would be the capital. Oh, So wow. he's the governor. So there was the heresy of Arianism at the Council of Nicaea, which was soundly condemned. and But it still was a problem. There were Arian bishops, there were Arian followers, and it was a problem in the church. And it was holding firm in Milan. But then the bishop dies and they have to reelect a bishop. And so now the whole area is in an upheaval. Roman troops have to be brought in. And this is under Ambrose's care. It's He's the governor. So he goes to Milan because they got to elect a new bishop. And, and he's faithful. He doesn't want to elect an Arian bishop because it's been condemned. But anyway, he goes. And up to this point, he was a good governor. He had this great education. He could speak. He could reason with people. He was talented. He could make things happen and well-trusted and well-liked and well-loved. So at the Basilica where the proceedings are taking place and he is overseeing these proceedings for a new bishop, a child, a child in the crowd calls out, Ambrose, bishop. And then pretty soon, Everyone wants Ambrose for bishop, and he wasn't expecting it. He was pretty frightened by the whole thing. I mean, it was unexpected. The crowd couldn't be controlled. They wouldn't settle down, and they're going to make him bishop. He's not even baptized. He's not even a baptized Christian at this point. He was raised in a Christian home, but he was not baptized. So he's uh, he's not baptized. He's not a deacon. He's not a priest. Nothing, you know, and he's been prepared for politics, and he knows that he's not prepared to be the bishop. So he um, he does something that's pretty undignified. He runs. He runs. And he goes and he hides out at the home of a senator, in his friend. Anyway, turns out the Pope wants him to be bishop. The emperor wants him to be bishop. Everyone wants him to be bishop. It doesn't relent. So his friend that he's hiding out finally gives him up. Okay. And he, and he accepts this calling. And within one week, he's baptized, ordained a deacon, a priest and a bishop in one week, and he is not prepared. And so what he does next is pretty exciting, and it's it gives us a model of how we proceed when, when God is asking us to do something new. Incredible. Julian Durko joining us today, sharing a little bit of the lives of the saints. Today, we are talking about St. Ambrose. In the early history of the church, Julie, it does seem like saints tend to hang around each other or to know each other. And I spoke in our introduction about mentors and how 
God places in our history and in our path mentors to help us along the way. St. Ambrose was that person. Obviously, he didn't feel like he was qualified, but those around him recognized his holiness. And for sure, God did. And there are saints that look to St. Ambrose for his guidance. He spoke with St. Monica. He did. Uh, She was pestering him pretty good because she knew that he had that intelligence and that education that that he could go toe to toe. Because once he became bishop, he took intensive time to study and to pray and to pray in Lectio Divina so that he would actually encounter Christ. He studied the early church fathers and then he did a transformation. He served the poor. He gave away all anything that he had. He stripped himself of all ties except to be the bishop and he gave himself over to to it completely. So he, when he said yes, it was a complete yes. And he did what was necessary to bring him up to speed. And he was eloquent and good at, at rhetoric and, but he loved the Lord very much, Mm -hmm. you know, he did. And so he was a match for Augustine. And so she was hanging out with him trying, you know, because Augustine had gone to Milan and his mother, she's hanging out. Augustine doesn't want really much to do with her or to be converted, but she recognized that that's the man that can do it. That's the man that can go toe to toe with her son and, and at least make him see the truth, whether he would accept it or not. So she's always crying and she's always praying. We know she did this for 17 years before his conversion. But so she's a mess crying again in, in the uh, Basilica there. And Ambrose says to her, woman, the child of so many tears will never perish. Hmm. And so she takes it as a sign. Now she trusts him. God gave her an answer. She's happy. <laughs> and his conversion does does follow. I love this story because, Julie, what it tells me is both in the story of Augustine and with Ambrose is that every person is called, no matter what your background, no matter what you've been prepared for, Ambrose in politics and God had placed before him his church and he had a place in the church a doctor of the church now. And the same with Augustine. Boy, he tried really hard not to be faithful. And yet even he was called and converted his life and led so many people. So these wonderful stories about the saints. Julie, you are such a wealth of knowledge. I appreciate that so very much. Of course, St. Ambrose, his feast day coming up on December 7th. And so now you know a little bit more about this doctor of the church. Julie, thank you so much for joining us today. It was my pleasure. 752 at Monterey Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And Tuesday, it's going to hit the mailbox. Oh. We have got our Marian calendar for 2024 going out. It's just our little gift that we've been sending out. I guess this is the fourth year we've done it now. Mm-hmm. And it's got all of the Marian feast days for 2024. Beautiful artwork. And it's got a, a wonderful nativity scene that uh, Sarah Sarah did a great job on this. Sarah it, Kinsey, our digital diva. It is so pretty. I mean, it is so beautiful to look at. I can't wait for you to get your hands on it. We'll be sending those out Tuesday. So keep an eye on your mailbox should be there just in time for Turkey Day. And if you don't get one, well, let us know. We'll send one out to you. You can check it all out or download a PDF of one at MontredayRadio.com. And it's our way of saying happy Thanksgiving and thank you for Monterey Radio. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. 
Dr. Bianco Family Dentist online at BiancoDentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. This is Modern Day Radio. KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver. KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene. Springfield. Translator K235VF, Eugene. And streaming at ModernDayRadio.com. I have a new book called I Am. It's about stopping negative, self-defeating self-talk and replacing it with the life-giving, uplifting words God says about you. After all, you're his child who he found worth dying for and who he destined for eternal glory. One sad obstacle I've encountered from church-going folks to this book is the idea that God wants us to beat ourselves up. They think it's holy to put themselves down, to say, I'm just dirt, I'm nothing. After all, at every Mass we say, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Well, that's true, but you need to remember what happens within moments of you saying you're not worthy. The God of the universe comes to you in Holy Communion. God replies, I declare you worthy, not because you have it all together, but because you're mine. True humility is reality, friends. And the reality is you need to start living, thinking, and carrying yourself like you have royal blood, because believe it or not, it's true. For more from my book, I Am, visit rewriteyourname.com. I'm Chris Stefanik from Real Life Catholic. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Catholic Charities of Oregon, answering Pope Francis' call to charity. Since 1933, Catholic Charities has been putting faith into action by serving the poorest and most vulnerable in our community. Services promote life and help families thrive. Catholic Charities program information at catholiccharitiesoregon.org. Hi, I'm Father Cedric Bizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest, and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical. Talk about real-life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 756 at Mater Day Radio, The Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat. And the Portland teacher strike enters its third week today, but there's some good news for change. We'll tell you more about that next. And Pope Francis says, Christians, stop complaining. I'll have that story for you coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Colleen with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. Today's saint is one of the greatest mystics of the 13th century. Saint Gertrude the Great was born on the Feast of the Epiphany in 1256. She grew up in central Germany in a town called Eiselben. There is some speculation as to whether Gertrude was orphaned or simply the child of devout parents. But whichever the case, at the age of four, she entered the Cistercian Monastery School of Helfta in Saxony. The abbess Gertrude of Hackborn entrusted the child to her younger sister, Mactilda, who took special care to watch over her. As a result, Gertrude and Mactilda shared a special bond. In 1266, she took her vows and entered into the Benedictine order in Helfta. From then on, she devoted herself to study, becoming fluent in Latin and well-versed in scripture as well as the church fathers. Then in 1281, at the age of 25, Gertrude received her first series of visions, which would continue until the end of her life. 
With these visions came a new mentality for Gertrude. She was completely changed. She shifted her focus from secular teaching to focus only on scripture and theology. On fire with her new purpose, she studied and wrote for the spiritual benefit of others, especially her fellow nuns. Devoting herself to prayer and meditation, she and Matilda practiced spirituality known as nuptial mysticism, wherein she saw herself as the bride of Christ. Embracing charity for both rich and poor, Gertrude lived a simple life, and she held a deep solidarity with those not yet prepared for heaven, whose souls are being purified in purgatory. Once, during the Feast of John the Evangelist, she had a vision of herself resting her head on Jesus near his wounded side and listened to the rhythm of his heart. She asked John if he too felt the beating of Jesus' sacred heart on the night of the Last Supper. He told her that he had been saving that revelation for a time when the world had grown cold and needed to rekindle its love. Gertrude's health began to deteriorate after the deaths of the abbess and her beloved friend, Matilda. But she continued to love the Lord with just as much fervor and abandon as ever. By the end of her life in 1301, she had produced multiple written works, including the Herald of Divine Love, comprising five total books. In them can be found detailed descriptions of her visions and veneration of Christ's heart. Her collection of prayers were later used by both Philip Neary and Francis de Sales in their own spiritual journeys. Although never officially canonized, Rome did approve a liturgical office of prayer and readings in her honor in the year 1601. Pope Benedict XVI later gave her the title of The Great, making her the only woman saint to carry that honor. St. Gertrude reveals to us the sacred heart of Jesus. I encourage you to meditate on the Last Supper, picturing yourself listening to the heart of Christ. Meditate on what was to come when God himself poured forth his divine love through the Passion how Christ knew all of this ahead of time and still offered himself. St. Gertrude the Great, pray for us. Awaken the Saint is made in partnership by Spoke Street Media and Awaken Catholic. is Awaken the Saint. Now you can find out all kinds of information about the saints and to pray with Mater Day Radio. Please download today the free Hail Mary media app. You can find all the details at materdayradio.com. It's eight o'clock. At their annual fall plenary assembly in Baltimore this week, the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops voted to continue to highlight the threat of abortion as a preeminent priority in the introduction to a guide they'll disseminate to Catholic voters ahead of the 2024 election. That designation, the source of debate among some bishops in recent years, was retained when the bishop voted overwhelmingly 225 to 11 to approve a revised introduction to the guide forming consciousness for faithful citizenship. The bishops also voted to approve several brief excerpts from the guide to be inserted in parish bulletins during the upcoming election cycle. The U.S. bishops first issued Forming Consciousness for Faithful Citizenship in 2007 and have updated the guide every four years. The USCCB's Fall Plenary Assembly will conclude in Baltimore today. Pope Francis said Wednesday that Christians who are always resentful and full of complaints not credible witnesses to the gospel. Tracy Sable from EWTN News Nightly has the report. Pope Francis reminds the faithful that Jesus is the source of our joy. He's also a friend who joins us on our journey through life. At his weekly address, the Holy Father said those who are resentful and complain often are not credible witnesses to the gospel because joy is an essential part 
of evangelization. Pope Francis marked the 10th anniversary of the publication of his apostolic exhortation, Evangelii Gaudium, that means the joy of the gospel, at his general audience on Wednesday. The Pope advised Christians to keep watch over one's sentiments and to remember joy of having the risen Jesus. It's now the third week of the Portland teacher strike, and both sides are one step closer to a deal. Portland Public Schools passed a late evening settlement package, including more planning time, more teachers to lower class sizes, and a new building-level class size process. The ongoing bargaining also received an added financial boost. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler and Commissioner Carbon Rubio fast-tracked nearly $20 million for PPS infrastructure updates, one of the other demands on the table as they seek health and safety-related building improvements. Yesterday also marked an important timeline. The teacher's health insurance expired at midnight, and the Oregon Education Association said they would step in to keep the insurance going. The strike is set to continue today, and schools will remain closed. A TriMet Max train and a Portland streetcar were knocked off the rails after colliding with each other Wednesday morning in the Lloyd District, Portland Fire Rescue reported. The operator and passenger on the streetcar were taken to the hospital with minor injuries. When crews arrived, the streetcar operator was pinned inside and had to be extricated. The crash happened around 10 a.m. Wednesday. The streetcar was heading south on Northeast 7th Avenue and the train heading west on Holiday Street when they collided and derailed. The reason for the collision is unknown at this point. Officials said it was either operator error or there was something wrong with the signal. TriMet reported impact to green, blue and red lines. All lines, though, this morning, they're moving just fine. You know, Brenda, I lived two blocks from where that happened. I lived there for two years there at at 7th Avenue in Clackamas. And if you know where Holy Rosary Parish is, just parallel to that. Okay. uh, I always would look at the way those tracks curved. And in my mind, just always thinking, someday, someday they're going to hit. Someday they're going to hit. Well, six years later, they hit. They did. I don't know how they ever avoided each other there. It was just kind of a crazy curve that they had to go through there. Oh, well, well, we're glad that nobody was seriously injured in that. Absolutely. In sports, the race for the high school football state championships continue this weekend in Oregon and Washington, and our local Catholic schools are still in the thick of the battle. Class 6A, it's a big one. 7 o'clock Friday at Pioneer Stadium. Number four, the Rams of Central Catholic take on number one, West Lynn, in the semifinal matchups. Another semifinal matchup on Saturday at 4.30 at Hillsboro Stadium finds number two, Maris, taking on number three, Seaside. And in Class 2A, out in Hermanston, Saturday afternoon at 4.30, the Regis team, Regis Catholic out of Staten, takes on number one, Weston McGuire in Hermanston, Saturday afternoon. And of course, north of the border, they're still playing the quarterfinals, and we have got in the 1A classifications for the state of Washington, 7 o'clock Saturday, Seton Catholic, the Cougars take on Number one, Cashmere. Oh, They're having a, a great year. They Fantastic certainly are. year. And, and if you missed our first hour, co- head coach Dan Chase joined us live on the air. And you can listen to that podcast after this show today. I will promise you it is unlike any sports interview you have ever heard in your life. <laughs> Check it out. A new survey finds 
There's a gender gap in home cooking, and it's widened, with women cooking more meals than men in nearly every country worldwide. So who's going to be doing the cooking at your house this Thanksgiving? Women cooked just under nine meals per week on average in 2022, while men cooked about four per week. Now, these are the results of the annual survey by Gallup and CookPad. When the survey began in 2018, traditional gender roles were well established. But during the pandemic years, the survey results showed that men were cooking more. That was the case at my house for sure. This narrowed the gender gap, explains Andrew Duggan, a research director at Gallup, who's worked on the survey since it began. He said every year since the study started, the gap narrowed, he says. But that's until now. The latest result, which Duggan says comes as a surprise, points to a reversal in this trend. In 2022, women continued to cook about the same frequency, but men started to cook less. On average, men cooked a little less than one fewer meals per week. And it's the first year that the gap actually widened. Now, Duggan pointed out that the gap has reverted back to its starting point in 2016. 18. He says what it might suggest is that the traditional gender roles are starting to reassert themselves. The gender gap varies by country. In the United States, women cook about two more meals per week on average than men. And the survey report graphs that the countries with the largest gender caps in cooking include Ethiopia, Egypt, Nepal, and Yemen, where women are making about eight more meals per week than men. The countries with the smallest gender difference in cooking are clustered in Europe, including Spain, the UK, France, and Ireland. Pat, there is only one country where men actually cook more than women. Any guesses? I would have said France, so... Okay, it this one might make sense or it might make you go, huh? Italy. Oh, okay. okay. Italy is sure. the country where men cook more than women. Now, here in the U.S., where women cook about two more meals per week than men, they think that this survey may not quite capture the whole picture. He said because in a lot of households, men and women are cooking together. Sure. That's great right. activity to do together. That not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Scott cooks a lot, but we don't do very well sharing the kitchen. But that's not important. You know, okay. that's not really important is who's doing the cooking. It's the important thing is who's doing the dishes. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> it's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. The cook should not have to clean up. No, no that's the rule. <laughs> that is the rule. This Saturday at 2 o'clock, there is a solo piano concert at St. Jude's Catholic Church in Eugene. They invite all of us to the Banquet on the Keyboard concert by professional pianist Bo Kyung Cecilia Lee. The concert is a benefit for St. Jude's Catholic Church. This is a free event, but... Donations are gladly accepted. And remember, you can find more details on these and other events by going to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. 
Yeah, I love to cook, Brenda. It's, oh, yes. uh, it's 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 my joy. But if the men don't cook at my house, <laughs> Nobody's... the men don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, you know, we're getting close to Advent. It's not too far away. And some big doings going on at St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church up in uh, North Portland, Northeast Portland. And uh, we will be talking to Daniel Oberreiter of The Thirsting all about these tremendous adoration evenings. That's coming up next after we check your sunny weather for forecast at Matraday Radio. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Holy Cross Priest Father Jim Gallagher in prayer with the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your sacred heart in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for sin, for the intentions of all my friends and associates, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit matradayradio.com. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Portland Division of the World Apostolate of Fatima. WAF is the only Fatima organization worldwide to speak in the name and with the authority of the Church on Fatima. The World Apostolate of Fatima promotes the faithful message of Fatima, including praying the rosary daily and practicing the first Saturday devotion. WAF information can be found at bluearmy.com. What's the best way to stay on top of things in our local Catholic community? Monterey Radio's Hail Mary Media app is the perfect way to connect directly into all the exciting fall activities. And you can jump right into the middle of it all like a big pile of leaves. Simply search Hail Mary Media in the App Store or go to MonterreyRadio.com and follow the instructions. In just minutes, you'll be accessing our exclusive audio, video, and text prayer library. Plus, set a customized schedule of your own prayer reminders. The Hail Mary Media app also lets you tune in to the live broadcast of Mater Day Radio and download podcasts of all our original programming, including shows you won't find on the radio. Plus, you'll discover our Catholic lifestyle features, news, sports, fun fall festivities on the interactive community calendar, and much, much more. Get plugged directly into your local Catholic community with the Hail Mary Media app from Matraday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It is 8.13 here at Matraday Radio. You might need to dig out your sunglasses from the glove compartment if you are heading into work this morning. 
got a lot of sunshine across the region. Today, mostly sunny skies, mild temperatures, a little patchy fog, maybe in some outlying areas going to start your day. But afternoon sun, it's going to get us up to 55 degrees. A little breezy as you get closer to the gorge today also. Tonight, patchy fog coming in around 2 a.m. Otherwise, partly cloudy overnight. Lows going to drop to 40 degrees. Then Friday, a little bit more warmer, 57. Only about a 10% chance of a shower tomorrow. And right now, it's 41 right next to the bridge at St. Cyril's in Wilsonville. And 35 degrees at Immaculate Heart of Mary Catholic Church up in Kelso. Daniel Overrider, the lead singer and founder of The Thirsting, is with us this morning. Daniel, great to have you back with us. And you have got some really exciting activities happening at St. Rose of Lima Parish for adoration during Advent. Tell us all about this. That's right, Pat. Oh, first off, it's great to be back with you here, too, and uh, to greet you all this morning. Um, But we are going to be doing some amazing adoration evenings with praise and worship and contemplation over at St. Rose of Lima Catholic Church here in Portland. Uh, We're starting on the first Wednesday of Advent, 6 to 7 p.m., This is a continuation of adoration evenings that you had during the summer. And I heard so many things from so many people about how transformational this was. What was your experience leading this? It was wonderful. We actually started uh, during Lent of last year, and um, we just kept it going every Wednesday night, leading people in adoration. Um, Father Matt would bring out Jesus and expose the Blessed Sacrament, and then I would play some music and then have some silent time, some contemplative music, and we just sing a couple praise and worship songs too throughout that, so a mix of silence and songs, and people were just really moved. I was shocked myself. But you know, whenever you bring Jesus out, he's gonna do the work. <laughs> so my goal was always to, to get it going and then get out of the way, because Jesus is gonna do the work, and I just, just kinda play some music to get people inspired and motivated and sing a little bit and then just the lord touches people's hearts in a special way so it's only an hour how does the structure of the hour work yeah so we actually um before we get started before we actually have adoration um i greet everybody down in the front and welcome everybody in and then we actually have just a a a few minutes of kind of check in we we look at the gospel reading for the coming sunday and i open it up to just a little bit of discussion of anybody's thoughts we read the gospel reading and uh, then people can share just a few minutes so about 10 minutes of just a little face sharing what the gospel means to them and uh, we sing a song too right at the beginning and then father matt comes out and brings jesus out and then and then father matt goes to the confessional oh so there's confession along with it that's right and that's such an integral part especially during advent um, I mean, we just all need to avail ourselves of the graces of confession. And Advent is a perfect time to make sure you're straight with Jesus as we get ready to celebrate Christmas. So I really want to encourage everybody to come. This is such an awesome event. I mean, there's no reason why we shouldn't fill it up, Pat. That church should be full with people in the whole Portland area. Everybody's invited to come. Again, it's every Wednesday night during Advent for three consecutive Wednesdays. And uh, Daniel Oberreiter is our guest this morning. Daniel with the band The Thirsting, and he will be leading Adoration Evenings at St. Rose of Lima Parish up in Northeast Portland. Daniel, you do a lot of these events and have through the years. What does adoration mean to you personally? It's taken on new meaning. And, and honestly, like each time it's a, it's a new experience, 
you know, I think when I first started helping people in adoration, just, just doing music, I, I, I feel like I did too much music. Huh. And um, the more I started doing them, the more I just felt like the Lord saying, like, like he was saying to me, Daniel, I love what you're doing. And, but, but don't get too much in the way, like really discern how much you're supposed to play and work with me. It's like the Lord and I, we, we try to work together and I really have to be open. Like, no, Lord, I want to do this song. No, (laughs) (laughs) just stop playing or yes, now's the time to do the song. So it's like a, a bit of a dance with the Lord, you know, because the words that I sing will put words into the listener's mind. And who am I to dictate what they're supposed to think in their mind? It's a very powerful role that I have that the Lord has placed me in right there. So sometimes the Lord is like, yes, sing this song. And I'm like, okay, here we go. I really feel the Lord saying, this is the next song. I, I want to put that word in their mind that, in there, you know, all my life you have been faithful, something like that. Or, um, you know, Lord of all creation, you know. And other times he's just like, back off. Let me speak to their hearts. I always say, you know, during adoration, like the Lord doesn't need me. <laughs> he doesn't need me, uh, but he invites me. And 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 I, I pray he uses me during these nights. And, and it seems to have been very effective. Um, and Father Matt likes it a lot. So it's just really the music opens the door for for prayer. Um, it just softens the heart and. And just brings us all into a deeper relationship with Jesus. I, I noticed uh, with with your music, I didn't find it uh, getting in the way at all. Actually, it facilitated concentration on the blessed sacrament. It's it's kind of amazing how it works. Well, praise the Lord. That, that that's good. That's what we wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for me. Praise the Lord. And then that it obviously worked for a lot of other people. And uh, so pray for me that I just be obedient to what the Lord wants when I'm up there playing my guitar. Daniel Oberreiter is our guest. Daniel leading some wonderful evenings of adoration during Advent at St. Rose of Lima Parish. And Daniel, in adoration during Advent, it's kind of a special time of year because we're getting ready for that incarnation. Yet there is Jesus physically present right in front of us. It is amazing when you because it's like in some ways you're 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 celebrating the fulfillness of christmas already yeah but we're also waiting (laughs) and longing here's the lord of the universe emmanuel right in front of us looks like bread tastes like bread but it's really jesus you know when i love it when you're at adoration wherever you're sitting in the pew you might be 20 30 you might be 10 feet away from the lord of the universe and there you are and i always say like adoration it's heaven on earth it's like that old song. You oh, know, yeah. Heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> right? well, it's the Catholic Church. A little better than that. <laughs> it's the Catholic Church. And what better place to be on a Wednesday night during Advent? So, yes, Advent is such a special time to slow down, to stop, to quiet our hearts. And especially in these times when it's so desperate, our, our city of Portland needs this time to stop. All of our churches, we need to stop and spend time with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. It's tough, though, because this time of year is just rush, rush, rush. I've got all these errands I've got to do. End of the year, I've got, you know, everything for my business or taxes and what have you. It's all crushing at the end of the year. But we got to step back. That's right. How do you find yourself doing that? I always have to remind myself because I got four boys. Um, I always have to remind myself it's it's not that I need to find the time. It's that I need to make the time. Ah. We always say, oh, I can't find the time. Well, we can find time to play around on our phones. We can find time to watch our favorite sports games. 
we can certainly make the time to be with Jesus. Good point. <laughs> I, can, I can always find time for that football game. That's yeah, right. That's hey, true. I'm in the same boat. That's what I try to remind myself. I can, I got to make the time to be with Jesus. It's my priority. What else do you have going on during Advent? I know you're busy getting out there. So I'm doing a bunch of uh, parish missions across the nation. But uh, what's exciting, I'm going to be in Aloha at St. Elizabeth and Seton uh, doing a mission concert on December 17th. So um, I think that's going to be uh, 6 or 7 o'clock. I'm sure it'll it'll be on my website, comeholdmyson.com. Um, but it's at St. Elizabeth and Seton in Aloha. I'll be doing a parish mission concert in the evening there. In wrapping up, as we look ahead to 2024, we'll be going into that third year of this Eucharistic celebration that the bishops have going on. Uh, How has it been so far for you? I mean, it sounds like the last year has been fantastic. Well, yeah, I mean, just any opportunity I have to, to be part of adoration is great. And when I first started doing parish mission concerts, I didn't usually incorporate adoration. But lately, I just it's the first thing I do when I meet the peace priests. I say, hey. Can we bring Jesus out at the end? Because he always seals the deal. (laughs) It's all sing and play. He's your closer. It's the closer, amen. I'll sing and play for about an hour, and then we bring Jesus out, and and he does it all. He he fixes it. He finishes it. He's the closer, amen. This year has been great. I think it's only going to get better as as we get ready for that big event in Indianapolis in July. That's exciting. Yes, praise the Lord. Just the whole nation needs to recommit ourselves to our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. I mean, what a gift it is to be Catholic and to experience Jesus in the Eucharist. Nothing greater than that. Amen. Amen. Again, one more time, people want to keep up with what's going on with you and the thirsting and where you're going all around the area. Tell us where to find out the information again. Yeah, so my own website, comeholdmyson.com. That's just comeholdmyson.com. And uh, the band is thethirstingcatholic.com. That's thethirstingcatholic.com. And he's Daniel Oberreiter with The Thirsting on Matre Day Radio. It is 8.23 here at Matre Day Radio. I have a hard time listening to that beautiful song, Come Hold My Son. It kind of fills me with tears a little bit. But uh, Daniel, thank you so much. And thank you for your ministry as well. They talk about prayer and how important it is to pray, pray for each other and ask the Lord for our own intercession and prayers. Here at Mater Day Radio, we would love to join your prayers with ours. Head over to materdayradio.com there on the top of the page. You will see that beautiful prayer link. The month of November, we honor and pray for the holy souls in purgatory. Now, if you have the name of a faithfully departed that you would like to have included in our announcement after the rosary each day, please let us know there and we will add their names and gladly pray for them. You can also add your special prayer intention and our powerful prayer warriors will pray for that intention as well. There is no prayer too great or too small. So it is our prayer hotline at materdayradio.com and you'll also have access to a great library of prayers on the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. 
That's 503-252-1722. Support from Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Blessings from Heaven, the peaceful place to shop for all things Catholic. Blessings from Heaven has a variety of gifts for all occasions and many other Catholic items to choose from. Located on the corner of 3rd and Southwest Tucker Avenue in Beaverton, Blessings from Heaven is open Tuesday through Saturday. For more information, call 503-644-1814. Hello, I'm Kevin Doran. And I'm Carla Wehrman, co-host of Sunday Commentary. Join us every weekend on Mater Day Radio, Saturday mornings at 7 and Sunday mornings at 8, as we break down the scripture readings so you can better prepare to enter into the beauty and mystery of the Holy Mass. It's fun, fast, and faith-filled. Let us share our love of the good news with you, Saturday mornings at 7 and Sunday mornings at 8 on Mater Day Radio. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's good to the very last drop. The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 826 at Mater Day Radio. The Morning Blend with Brenda and Pat. Where are my sunglasses? Oh, man. It's right in bright. here. bright. It sure is. Hey, and that's just one of the hazards on the road today. If you're headed down 205 through West Lynn, hmm, it's going to be a little bumpy today. We'll tell you more about that next. And is Panda Diplomacy working again? I'll have an update on the meeting between President of the United States and President of China. That story coming up in three minutes. This is John Finch and Wildfire. We are Brenda and Pat on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. One desire, cleanse my soul with your fire, and you make me anew. You are a flame alive in me, within my heart burning deep. You shine through the dark, you shine through the dark. Burning, burning, burning Spread it wild and free Oh, it's burning, burning, burning Like a wildfire in me As an ember fades away My soul gets tired, I need your grace
unstoppable Oh, so powerful Your love consumes me Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life, and I, I guess that's what's there in the sky, because it's coming like a wildfire right into my mm-hmm. eyes right there. It's 8.30. The U.S. bishops voted on Tuesday to advance the cause of beatification and canonization of servant of God, Isaac Thomas Hecker, a 19th century American priest who founded the Missionary Society of St. Paul the Apostles, today known as the Paulist Fathers. Hecker's cause for canonization was formally opened in 2008, at which time he received the title Servant of God. Paula's father, Ron Franco, who is the postulator of Hecker's cause, told CNA Tuesday that the next steps in the process is to publicize the cause for canonization in the Archdiocese of New York, where the Paulists are headquartered. Cardinal Timothy Dolan of the Archdiocese of New York raised the question of furthering the cause of canonization at the local level to his brother bishops at the U.S. Bishops Annual Fall Assembly in Baltimore. After a vote, 230 bishops voted yes. Now, servant of God, Isaac Thomas Hecker was born in New York to German Protestant immigrants December 18, 1819. Pat, this is an incredible story. So much of his life I could not even begin to touch in today's show, but I encourage everybody to please look at that story up at Catholic News Agency. His story is so incredible, a convert to the faith. And the Paulists are an amazing order. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they probably are some of the best homilists out there. I uh, actually, uh, when I lived in Austin, uh, St. Austin's Parish is a Paulist parish, and it was uh, right by my office. So I'd go over there for Mass and just used to get the best little, you know, five-minute homilies oh. on daily Mass that would just blow you away. Love so they're, that is their charism. They really are outstanding at that. Um, for driving, I'm not so sure, but you're uh, less than an hour away from 205 shutting down. Officials are warning of slowdowns on Interstate 205 this morning as crews work to detonate abandoned blasting caps. According to the Oregon Department of Transportation, traffic in West Lynn between 10th Street and Highway 99 East will be closed for about 15 minutes between 9.30 this morning and 11 o'clock. The blasting caps were used in the original construction of the Abernathy Bridge, and officials said there's no immediate danger to the public, but the charges needed to be addressed 
quickly requiring their detonation. Chinese President Xi Jinping signaled that China will send new pandas to the United States, calling them envoys of friendship between the Chinese and American people, saying we are ready to continue our cooperation with the United States on panda conservation and do our best to meet the wishes of the Californians so as to deepen the friendly ties between our two people. Xi said Wednesday during a dinner speech with business leaders, the gesture came at the end of a day in which Xi and President Biden held their first face-to-face meetings in a year and pledged to try to reduce tensions. President Biden and President Xi Jinping sat down together just outside of San Francisco where Asian leaders gathered for an annual summit. Biden said afterwards that the meeting included some of the most constructive and productive discussions we've ever had. He added that they will keep the lines of communication open and Xi... We'll be picking up the phone. Those pandas in California, they'll be at the San Diego Zoo. So, well, that's going to be a hard visit to have to make if you want to see those uh, pandas. It's beautiful in San Diego all year long. It's well worth the trip to check those pandas out. A lot of fun. In sports, the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife announced free fishing days across the state after Thanksgiving. Between November 24th and 25th, anglers can go fishing, clamming, and crabbing for free without licenses or tags and they can uh, do that uh, for residents of Oregon as well as non-residents. However, officials say other fishing regulations such as closures, bag limits, and size restrictions are still firmly in place. Crabbing is open in bays, beaches, estuaries, tide pools, piers, and jetties along the coast, but not in the ocean due to the annual closure. Officials note that some spots on the coast may be closed for razor clamming, but they could be back open by that this Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, it's due to the toxins that are, okay. that are present right now. So A little fresh clam chowder to start your Thanksgiving mm. meal. I love casting a line. It's a lot of fun. And I don't, it's been a long time since I've gone fishing, but I always love it. Mm-hmm. Have a great time. I know Sarah went fishing a few weeks ago and uh, just had the best time. So uh, this this is incentive. I need to get out there and get going. And then we, of course, we need to dig for those razor clams. That I'm, looks like so much fun. I'm ready to. We had a listener one time send me an email. She said, Brenda, anytime you want to go, she'll take me out and show me how it's done. Oh, let's do it. All right. Well, do you have plans on heading out on the road this Thanksgiving? You won't be alone. You'll be along with Patrick Ryan. He's going to be heading out soon, too. (laughs) And he'll be part of more than three quarters of a million people in Oregon who are traveling. According to AAA... Well, the cost of gas is expected to go down at a lower cost than last holiday season. Now, even though the roads will be packed this year, it's not going to be costing you quite as much just to fill up to go to Thanksgiving dinner. dinner. Even though many of us have been cringing over the last few months when it comes to the price of gas lately, we've been seeing prices fall nationally and here locally. The average price of a gallon of gas in Oregon is $4.19 and nationwide $3.35 a gallon. That's cheaper from what we were paying this time last year. Marie Dodds with AAA said we are looking at 55 million Americans, more than 785,000 Oregonians heading out. 
With that many people on the road this year, drivers are thankful that it'll be easier to get around this year as gas prices start to drop. Top destinations for Oregonians this year, they're heading out to Bend, Seattle, Lincoln City. Mm, I'd love it. That coast at Thanksgiving, I've done that a few times, is a great way to spend the Thanksgiving holiday. That's right. And in sports? Well, we got high school football coming up this weekend, and the Catholic schools are right in the thick of it. And a exciting game on Friday. It's going to be number four Central Catholic. The Rams taking on number one West Lynn. They have been setting up for this all season, and it gets started seven o'clock Friday at Pioneer Stadium. Also, another semifinal matchups: Maris Catholic, number two in the state, out of Eugene, will take on number three Seaside Saturday afternoon at four thirty in Hillsboro. Also Saturday afternoon at 4.30 in Hermiston, it's Regis taking on number one Western McHire. And in Washington, they got the quarterfinals going on in Class 1A, 7 o'clock Saturday night. Seton Catholic takes on number one Cashmere to continue their magical season. We had uh, Coach Dan Chase on earlier today and... Oh, my goodness. What They are pumped up there at Seton High School. Oh, but what an amazing interview with Coach Chase. I mean, I've, I've been doing interviewing coaches for a number of years, and I've never had an interview like that. So if you get a chance, check it out on our website, MontradayRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. You'll want to hear that. A very, very special coach in Coach Chase at Seton Catholic High School. The Blessed Virgin Mary is called by many different names in the Catholic Church, with many of them featured in the Litany of Laredo. One title in particular was explained to St. Gertrude the Great, who saw it revealed to her in a vision. According to the 19th century book, The Spirit of St. Gertrude, Mary appeared to Gertrude in the form of a lily. The following day, as Gertrude prayed, the Mother of God appeared to her in the presence of the ever-adorable Trinity under the form of a white lily with three leaves, one standing erect and the other two bent down. She then understood this title more fully and came to know its symbolism. And it says, by this she understood that it was not without reason that the Blessed Mother of God was called the white lily of the Trinity, since she contained in herself with more plenitude and perfection than any other creature, the virtues of the most holy Trinity, which she had never sullied by the slightest stain of sin. And St. Gertrude would frequently call upon the Blessed Virgin Mary under this title with the following prayer, which began, Hail, white lily of the ever peaceful and glorious Trinity. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, if Pat wasn't on vacation, he'd be here Sunday, 7 o'clock. It is swing dancing for young adults at Holy Rosary (laughs) Parish in Portland. Young adults 18 to 35 are invited to come for monthly swing dancing, a great opportunity to meet Catholics from different parishes in the area. There will be basic swing and waltz sessions every month. They say please dress in semi-formal attire. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Just head over to the community calendar materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. You laugh, but I can dance. I bet you can. I can. And I've, I have swung dance. Is that, I have, I have participated in swing dancing. There before. you go. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Not very good, but I have a good time. There you, that's all that matters.
Well, it's vacation time for me, and uh, I second cup. I think you're going to grill me on what's going to go on. I don't know, but we'll, we'll I'll try to figure it out next. Okay, after we check weather. Sounds good. <laughs> Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Whenever morality comes up in discussions, some atheists argue the behavior patterns we call morality are merely the product of evolution, naturally selected for the survival of our species. But is this true? The answer is no, and here are some reasons why. First, if it were true God didn't exist and our moral behaviors were merely the product of evolution, well then the dictates of our evolved nature wouldn't express the will of a being beyond man. As such, there would be nothing to morally bind man's will and thus no moral obligation. Second, what if the behaviors we judge now as wrong, such as rape and murder, become beneficial for our species in the future? According to the atheistic evolutionary account, they would have to be morally acceptable. But these conclusions are absurd. Moral obligation does exist and rape and murder will always be wrong. Therefore, evolution is not sufficient to explain morality. I'm Carlo Brusor with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Hood Hospice. For more than 40 years, Mount Hood Hospice has been serving those in their final stages of life with loving care in East Multnomah and Clackamas counties. With a compassionate medical and spiritual support team, hospice services are provided wherever the patient lives. With the top listing on Medicare's Care Compare, information online at mounthoodhospice.org. What do you get when you cross a Catholic radio show host and a permanent deacon? A match made in heaven. I'm Deacon Scott Aiken from the Archdiocese of Seattle. And I'm Brenda Aiken from The Morning Blend. Work and family life can be hectic. We understand, and together we'll find God's grace. We may not always agree, but we are always faithful. Listen on Friday evenings at 7.30 and Sunday evenings at 6 as we share stories about our faith, our family, and our view from the pew. Right here on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's 843 at Mater Day Radio, the morning blend with Brenda and Pat, and the fog is pretty well burned off for this morning. That sunshine just blazing through. Going to stay sunny with a high 52 this afternoon. Partly cloudy tonight, low cooling off to 39, and another sunny day tomorrow, high 55. Wouldn't you know, though, back uh, with us for Saturday, we got the rain. But mm-hmm. enjoy the sunshine while it's there, and mm-hmm. it is there in a big way this morning. All right. Sounds good. Currently, still a chilly 43 degrees at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church in Vancouver. And 42 right here on the west side at St. Thomas More Catholic Church in Portland. Red, one of the top days that employees talk about going to work, where they are most excited about going to work, 
is the day they before they leave on vacation. I'm leaving today, though. So what is the day you're leaving for vacation? In your mind, Patrick, you're already gone. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So you are heading to the beautiful state of Texas to I visit am. your family. Mm-hmm. They say, from what I've heard, everything is bigger in Texas. Does that include a Thanksgiving meal? Oh. Brenda, it, it gets out of hand. It gets out of hand. And this year, so uh, we're going out. And uh, my sister sent me the, the advertisement for the buffet where we're going for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, I, it's like I got to plan this out. How am I going to – all these delicious things. And I know gluttony is a sin, too. So, I, I you know, want to avoid Absolutely. that. But let me – you know, turkey and dressing. Of and all, all that good stuff. The ham. Yep. Got to have that. Jalapeno encrusted pork loin. Okay, so I have never in my life had that, but one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know exactly what they do there, but it. I was just like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Add that in. But I've got to have the ham and the turkey too. You know, that's a lot of protein. Yeah, and then it was like the list of vegetables was a mile long, and then oh, by the way, we've got this desserts. You know. So That's like, a whole oh. different buffet island, probably. But let me tell you, you know, so I am am also th- on the other side of the coin. I'm going to be doing some some fitness activity, too. So I don't want you to think it's all about eating because okay. I'll be bringing in the Tex-Mex, the uh, barbecue, the chicken fried steak, <laughs> the my favorite pizza place. I mean, there's, you know, just those all, places, all these other things, too. So I was like, I got to do something or I'm going to come back and none of my clothes are going to fit and I'm going to, you know, be crammed in that little seat on the airplane coming back it's going to get smaller so that is what i want to talk to you about too we can't we recognize pat you and i are of an age that we just cannot (laughs) eat the way that we did when we were teenagers 20s even in your 30s absolutely yeah you've got to be discerning right yeah and you have done an amazing job over the past few years to get yourself back into we'll say fighting weight range and you're looking great so kind of tell our listeners about how do you Enjoy a good meal like Thanksgiving without overdoing it and still making sure to have that fitness routine in the day. I I don't know if I've accomplished the first part. I I really sometimes I'll just uh, like my eyes are are a lot bigger than my stomach and I'll just keep eating until it's almost like, like I said, it hurts. Okay, you know, like I've eaten way too much. and, And by the time you get to that point. You know, it's too late. Do you eat to the point where, like, my kids will have to lay down on the ground and just, like, be flat out and just kind of let all the food level out Yeah, a that's bit? kind of it. I, th- <laughs> this rarely happens now anymore. But uh, uh, thanks to Father Mike Smith's, I got into the habit of fasting over almost three years ago now and do these intermittent fastings. And I heard Father Mike talking about it, and it's really just been transformational for me as you said just a great gift the lord has given me for my health through fasting but on these big feast days uh, yeah i still kind of overdo it because i'm still in in my mind i'm still that that big fat guy who likes oh, to eat you know yeah. the, those things that linger in our mind that we have a hard time letting go so in may started getting with an exercise program and have really kept up with that and it's as time goes on it gets a little bit easier it's i won't lie and say it's easy but it gets easier mm-hmm. and on saturday uh, this is amazing pat tell us my first 10k Oh. My first 10K, and uh, my sister signed me up for the turkey trot. 
So I will be turkey trotting on Saturday. So I will be offsetting the uh, all the eating with with a, a fair amount of exercise. My first 10K, if I survive that, then I'll be able to eat Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> uh, that is fantastic. I believe that my exercise routine for the holiday weekend will be doing laps around the island in my kitchen <laughs> because that's a lot of work. I, I love these days when mm-hmm. I, I just really focus on creating a meal and a table for my family to enjoy and again we talked about at the big open of the show thanksgiving is about giving thanks Mm -hmm. for all the gifts that god has given us enjoy a great meal and be with your family and we pray that that is going to be the case for our listeners I hope so. I hope so. And I hope you have so many things to be thankful for. And there's just something about that gratitude that warms the heart, you know. And and as I said at, at the beginning of the show, first and foremost, we got to thank God. Mm-hmm. And so Mass on Thanksgiving is a big tradition in our family. We always go. And it's always just so beautiful to be able to to start that day in thanksgiving to God and then in, enjoy the rest of it with the family. And mm. it's just always been a great tradition. And that's why I go back home, try to every Thanksgiving. And my mother's birthday is actually next Wednesday, the oh, day before Thanksgiving. Well, so we celebrate birthday, that too. Mrs. Yeah. Ryan, thank you so much for the gift that you are too. And she's already sending, she's baking bread. So she, <laughs> she mom sent pictures of the delicious bread she's baking. My phone's been blowing up. It's like, you can check in now for your flight. You can check in now for the hotel and all this other you know it's like okay all right all right i'm, I'm ready do to all go our part <laughs> well you know thinking about doing what is important ahead of this and again we want to celebrate this it's also important to remember to give back right we yes. are we receive and we give thanks it's also a call for us to give back absolutely many food banks get real low this time of year the need they say is greater than ever the saint vincent de paul societies are always in need and so many parishes this time of year i know it's saint or at, excuse me holy redeemer there were shopping bags with a list of ingredients that you could fill it up with and so if you have the ability even if it requires you to stretch a little bit with your budget. Stretch if you can and fill that with whatever is on the list. Go to St. Vincent de Paul. They're going to have lists of things that they're going to need. Maybe check in with your own parish. Uh, many of them, well, people offer up their Thanksgiving and they cook for those in need. It's a great tradition to do that. And there's just something about giving back that just, you know, puts it puts something in your heart it's hard to describe but you know have you ever when you've given to something have you ever felt bad about it no never it's quite the opposite you know it's a it's an invitation for you to feel great about yourself by so we invite you to encourage you to get out there and as part of your thanksgiving you know give back all right yeah and uh, give back give thanks and go take a walk. <laughs> oh, a 10K, so, though. Ooh. A 10K, that'll be a long walk. Well, Patrick, thanks so much on today's Second Cup, giving us a few tips on how to get through this holiday weekend. Well, you start with the go-go's. You got me right there, Brenda. There so. you go. Have a blessed trip. We hope you enjoyed today's Thanksgiving Second Cup. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722.
That's 503-252-1722. Please join me, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, and other listeners of Modern Day E-Radio as we pray an act of hope. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh my God, relying on your infinite mercy and promises, I hope to obtain pardon of my sins, the help of your grace, and everlasting life through the merits of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Redeemer. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us at materdayradio.com and click Prayer, or call our prayer hotline at 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. CYO Basketball is here. Hot Shots first and second graders co-ed basketball registration is now open. School-aged youth, grades 3 through 8, can register now to experience the excitement and joy of team competition together with building their skills. Additionally, high school basketball registration is open and ready for your team to join. Grade school and high school basketball include both boys' and girls' teams. And we are still hiring basketball officials. Visit our website, cyocamphoward.org, to sign up or learn more. Teams are forming now, so register today. Again, that's cyocamphoward.org. Giving Tuesday is November 28th. Your donation will enable us to reach more youth with scholarships and program enhancements that meet their needs. Donate now at cyocamphoward.org. Thank you for supporting our faith-building programs. What's your next mission from God? You do have one, we all do. God has something in mind for us right where we are. This is Julie Anderko. Please join me on Your Next Mission from God, where the saints show us just how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Listen to Your Next Mission from God, Saturday mornings at 7.15 and Sunday mornings at 8.15, right here on the bridge between your faith and everyday life, Day Radio. The Morning Blend, Western Oregon and Southwest Washington's number one Catholic morning show on the bridge between your faith and everyday life, Mater Day Radio. Last check of weather at 855, sunny with a high this afternoon up to 55. Partly cloudy tonight, low 39, sunny again tomorrow, high 55. Then the rain is back on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm, 42 right now in the Rose City. And closing out our show today, this is Sarah Kroger, Impossible Things. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Bye. 
Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's Sarah Kroger and Impossible Things. Oh, what a day! What Look at that a sunshine, day. Patrick. I'm sorry that your flight is so late. I think if you were taking off from PDX this morning. You would have a glorious liftoff. Look at that sun. I think you have to shut the little little shade. It's so you may bright have out there. To. Yeah, but I'm, uh, go... I'm leaving at night. So yeah, okay. I want to go take a good look at Mount Hood. I bet it is beautiful this morning too. Oh, I bet it's glowing. Let's take a look. Okay, we for sure will. <laughs> that is going to wrap it up for us on the morning blend. It is Thursday. That means you can live with passion with Father Cedric this evening, and we have amazing Catholic broadcasting all day long until then. We hope you have a very blessed day.